The Bradford Exchange presents The Classic Radio Theater with your host, Carl Amari. Countdown for blast off. X minus one. Yes, it's Maxwell House Coffee Time, starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. Richard Diamond, private detective. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Suspense. It's time once again for another comedy episode of Our Miss Brooks. Dragnet. We offer you escape. Kraft presents the Great Gildersleeve. Yeah. I'm that man. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Good evening, friends of the Inner Sanctum. The Jack Benny Program. Welcome, everyone, to episode 66 of the Classic Radio Theater. Each week, the Bradford Exchange and participating sponsors bring you three hours of the classic radio theater, featuring programming from the golden age of radio. This time, we'll hear two half-hour comedy episodes of Life with Luigi, starring J. Carol Nash. We'll begin after this short break. For five years, character actor and two-time Academy Award nominee J. Carol Nash played Luigi Basco, the hard-working Italian immigrant owner of an antique store who attended night school classes in order to become a fully-fledged American citizen. Set in Chicago's Italian community in the post-war era, the adventures of inexperienced young Luigi were hilarious and heartwarming in equal measure. Luigi's friend, spaghetti restaurant owner Pasquale, was constantly attempting to marry Luigi off to his overweight and dim-witted daughter, Rosa. Luigi, on the other hand, was equally determined not to have Pasquale as his father-in-law. Many episodes took place in Luigi's citizenship class where he and Schultz, a German immigrant and fellow classmate, tested the patience of kindly teacher Miss Spalding. Every episode opened and closed with a touching letter dictated by Luigi to his beloved Mamma Mia Basco back home in Italy. Alan Reed, the voice of Fred Flintstone, played Pasquale. Jody Gilbert was Rosa, Hans Conried was Schultz, and Mary Ship was Miss Spaulding. The show was created by Cy Howard, who also gave us My Friend Irma. Its radio run was September 21, 1948, until March 3, 1953. Some of that time it was sponsored by Wrigley's Gum and made a short-lived transition to television in 1952. Time now for the first of two comedy episodes of Life with Luigi, starring J. Carol Nash. In this first one, Luigi has a slight cough and is intrigued by Sudo Cough Syrup's guarantee of double your money back. Here's Life with Luigi from May 2nd, 1950. Makers of Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum invite you to enjoy life. Life with Luigi, a new comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring that celebrated actor, Mr. J. Carol Nash, with Alan Reed as the squad. You know, friends, Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum is a typically American product that appeals to people of all ages and nationalities in all parts of our country. And the Wrigley people feel that Life with Luigi is a typically American radio program, a friendly, enjoyable show that sort of symbolizes the American spirit of tolerance and goodwill. 
So the makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum are glad to bring you Life with Luigi each week and have you join them in this pleasant half-hour's entertainment. And now let's read Luigi's letter as he writes about his adventures in America to his Mama Vasco in Italy. Dear Mama me, I've got a big interesting letter to write you today. So pull up your rock in a chair, call in Uncle Pietro, and I let his go to listen to too. <laughs> First of all, inside this letter, I'm sending you a picture that Pasquale is a took of me. I'm moved a little when Pasquale is a snapped to the picture, so don't get scared because I'm a got a three heads. <laughs> that the little box you see in my hands is a cough drops. And don't worry, Mama me, I'm not the sick. I'm just got a little tickle in my throat. And these coffee drops, they supposed to get rid of my tickle. So far, I made up a six box of coffee drops, and the only thing I'm gonna rid of is a 35 cents. <laughs> Last night, I was trying another kind of cough drop, and sure enough, that they worked. Was it no more a tickle, just a cough. <laughs> and what I'm writing about now is how I was wondering what to do about this cough. I was to get up from bed one morning, I put on my radio, and I'm hear a voice that's making me listen. Are you bothered by a cough? Yes, I'm bothered, but how do you know? Have you been trying everything without success? I'm no answer till you tell me how you know. Have you been unable to sleep the last few nights? Mamma mia, he must have a television set. He can see what I'm doing. If you have, then listen to Happy Hal. Well, folks, it's time to close our show. And all I'd like to say is... <laughs> Take Happy Hal's advice. All right, I'm going to take it. Run down to your neighborhood drugstore, tell the man that Happy Hal sent you. Happy Hal sent to me. Ask him for a bottle of Suvo cough syrup. <laughs> the syrup that soothes. Suvo cough syrup. Ha, I'm going to feel better just saying it. <laughs> Remember, with Suvo cough syrup, it's satisfaction guaranteed or... <laughs> What am I waiting Run for? Run out and get it now. All right, I'm going to go on first to give me a chance to put on my clothes. I'm, I'm here, Mr. Dragist. I'm here. Where's something wrong, sir? Are you hurt? No, Happy Hal is telling me to run here. Happy Hal? He, you know, fell on the radio who's never talking without a laughing. He said I should run to you and buy special coffee syrup. Oh, well, what syrup did he recommend? Pseudo coffee syrup. He's a say satisfaction guaranteed or ha-ha-ha double your money back. <laughs> How am I like to buy a bottle? Uh, <clears throat> well, Sudo cough syrup. I don't think I have it. Uh, don't you think you'd rather try some of the new antihistamine pills or perhaps some benzoparhaldemodine pills? What do you call those pills? Benzoparhaldemodine. No, thanks. It's too much to swallow. <laughs> I'm like what the Happy Hal is advertising. Sudo. Uh, well, I, I've got over 50 cough remedies, and they're all good. If they all are good, the way you need a 50. Well, uh, you see, some are for before you get a cold, some are for while you have a cold, and some are for after you've had a cold. Tell me, if none of these are work, you got a something for pneumonia? <laughs> well, let's see, um, uh, how about trying our bestseller, Mother Hogan's Cherry Remedy? Mother Hogan is a make a cherry remedy? Yes. What's a father Hogan a make? <laughs> oh, 
Nothing. Well, this time I don't like. Father Hogan is to stay home and I do nothing, and Mother Hogan has got to go out to work. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 please. Uh, Mother Hogan is just a trade name. Oh, that's her name before she's married. <laughs> All I can tell you is it's an excellent remedy. How you know? Mother Hogan has tried it out on her family? Sir, I... <laughs> Miss Mother Hogan, has she got it this? Satisfaction guaranteed? Or a ha-ha-ha-W money back? <laughs> well, well, no, but... Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm want the pseudo-coffee syrup. Just like a happy hal, is it told me? What's the use? I have a radio if I'm not going to buy what it's telling me. Well, in that case... Oh, wait a minute. Why, here's a bottle back here behind the cherry remedy right here. Uh-huh. I know that a Mother Hogan is not the nice. She's tried to hide the happy hal's pseudo. Well, all right, I take it. Very well, sir. That will be 35 cents. Here you are. Yes. Uh, shall I wrap it up? No, I'm a drink it here. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. You should take one teaspoon before each meal and one teaspoon before you go to bed. What's to happen if I'm eating my meals out? Well, just drop into the nearest restaurant and take a teaspoon. Oh, nothing to do. I'm going to take a teaspoon. That's no belonging to me. Oh, <laughs> I... I meant of the medicine. Oh, well, uh, how am I taking this uh, pseudo syrup? Plain or with water? Just drink it plain and remember to shake before using. What? That's what it says on the bottle, right on the label. Shake well before using. Well, I'm, I'm starting to the wiggle now. <laughs> By the time Mama get home, Mama be all shaken up. <laughs> It's morning already. Uh, coffee's and all let me sleep. I'm gonna let the coffee sleep. Between the two of us, we up all night. <coughs> I'm gonna take some more soothing. First time, I'm gonna give myself a shake. <laughs> <laughs> if it's an say coffee syrup, I'm gonna think it's just a plain of peppermint oil. <coughs> Luigi, my friend. Hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Hello, Pasquale. <coughs> hey, you cough. It sounds worse. Let me hear you say whoop. Whoop. That's what I thought. You got the whoop of the cough. <laughs> what are you doing for it? I'm taking this pseudo-coffee syrup. Pseudo-coffee syrup? Where you get this junk? I'm heard the happy hell on the radio. He's a set on down to the drugstore in a buy. Ooh, what a stupid boob. Suppose if he says to run to your nearest the Chinese laundry, you'd run too, huh? Oh, no, Pasquale. I'm glad you got some sense. If I'm got a coffee, what could a Chinese laundry do? <laughs> Ooh, what a maroon. Please, please, Pasquale. Pasquale, don't holler at me. To tell the truth, I was feeling kind of proud when I ran to the drugstore. I was a feel like a real American when I'm aboard something advertising on the radio. Luigi, that's a talker for the birdies. You feel like a real American buying something on the radio. Well, now that it's a donor work, what do you feel like? A Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> no, Pasquale, I'm a feel just as American. And to prove you how wrong you are, I'm gonna get my money back. Your money back? Sure, on the radio, Happy Hallows say satisfaction guaranteed. Or a Ha, 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 double your money back. <laughs> Luigi, I'm a think when you was a baby, you ha, 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 fell on your head. <laughs> 
Luigi, you're lucky you got me to explain to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't know what ignorance is. <laughs> what you hear on the radio or read on the bottle, that's what they call an advertising a slogan. <laughs> a slogan? That's right. That's a mean something you say that you don't have to prove. <laughs> now, for instance, out of my menu, it's to say pizza like a mama used to make. You think I'm gonna give somebody a boat ride to Italy, show them how my mamas used to make a pizza? No, Pasquale, I'm gonna prove you you're wrong. I'm gonna pay the 35 cents for a sudo. I'm gonna get double my money back. If they promise, they're gonna keep it. Look who's telling me about a big business. All right, Luigi, go, go to the company. Get your money back. I'm gonna write now, Pasquale. And take along a suitcase. The company is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. In New Mexico? That's right. You're dealing with the foreigners. <laughs> Pasquale, I'm learning my night school. New Mexico is a belonging to the union. Oh, yeah? AFL or CIO? <laughs> I'm talking about the United States. Pasquale, what am I going to do? New Mexico is a thousand of miles away from here. Just like I'm a thought. They forgot a little catch. They don't supply a hundred dollar car fare so you can get it back your money. Luigi, who's arrived? Pasquale, I know you're wrong. They keep their promise. Oh, sure, they keep their promise. So why is it you hear every week on the radio, Ah, yo, soul American. <laughs> you know, that's a crazy. Nobody's got enough of money to buy America. <laughs> well, Pasquale, I'm going to. Don't try to stop me. All right, go, go. But first, let me warn you. Sooner your tickle is going to change to a hack and a cough. And that's where the companies are going to get even with you for bothering them. They're going to get you in illegal trouble. Me in illegal trouble? Because I'm a got a hack and a cough? What the law I'm a break? Running around the streets without a hacker license. Before we return to Life with Luigi, here's a suggestion that has proved helpful and enjoyable to millions of people. Whether you're working or shopping or driving your car, keep a package or two of delicious Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum handy. Whenever your mouth feels dry or your taste needs freshening, chew a stick of Wrigley Spearmint and see what a difference it makes. The cooling real mint flavor freshens your taste and sweetens your breath. And the pleasant chewing helps relieve that feeling of dryness in your mouth and throat, gives you a refreshing little lift. So get a few packages of healthful, delicious Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum tomorrow morning. Keep some handy in your purse or pocket so that you can enjoy a stick whenever you want. And now let's turn to page two of Luigi Basco's letter to his mother in Italy. And so, Mamma Mia... Just because I'm going to try to get rid of a tickle in my throat, Pasquale says I'm insulting a bigger business. I'm going to go to jail. I'm a Benedict Arnold. I'm going to want it to be the man without a cold. So now I'm going to wind up with a man without a country. <laughs> but I was a laugher, Pasquale. And a little while later, I was in my night school class. <laughs> That's what I chose, though, but everything's going to be fun. All right, class, quiet, please, please. Now I'll call the roll. 
Mr. Basco. Here. Mr. Howard. Here. Mr. Olson. Here. Mr. Schultz. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. I'm sorry. I hollered first. I get the prize. <laughs> Mr. Schultz, you're supposed to say here. Why do you shout bingo? Because when you call on me, you always hit the jackpot. <laughs> oh, thank you, fellow boobles. <laughs> you know, it's not everywhere I can find an audience for such whimsy. <laughs> All right, Mr. Schultz. Now, class, today we are taking up some of the more common errors made in grammar. And one of the commonest, perhaps, is the split infinitive. Uh, Mr. Horowitz, will you tell us what a split infinitive is? With pleasure. What's the question? <laughs> what is a split infinitive? Oh, I don't know. Mr. Basco? I'm a don't know. Mr. Schultz? I ain't talking till I see my lawyer. <laughs> hmm. Miss Folding, I would be very happy to supply you with the correct answer. Ooh, what a show-off. <laughs> Mr. Schultz, please. Thank you, Mr. Olson. I know you know the answer, but I'd like to get it from some of the others. Uh, Mr. Basco, will you try to give us an example? An example? Yes. Two times the 35 is a 70. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, Mr. Schultz. Kill me. I agree with Luigi. <laughs> Two times 35 is 70. Good heavens. Mr. Basco, how could you ever think of two times 35 as 70? I'm going to think of it. Happy Hal is a saint. Happy Hal? Yeah. He's a say satisfaction guaranteed or ha, 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 W money back. <laughs> you see, Miss Spalding, I'm a by coffee syrup. Oh, now and... I see it. Well, Mr. Basco, hold it for later, please. Uh, Mr. Olson, would you please come to the rescue with an example of a split infinitive? It will be a joy. <laughs> a split infinitive. Jan wanted to quickly jump over the fence. That's very good. Now, Mr. Horowitz, in this sentence, a Jan... Uh, <laughs> uh, a John wanted to quickly jump over the fence. Uh, what is split? John's pants. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Mr. Schultz, how would you fix the split infinitive in that sentence? A little needle on thread, maybe? <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. Uh, Mr. Basco. Well, if for nothing is a help with the pants, Sama would ask her for doubling my money back. <laughs> oh, really? Mr. Basco, what is this about double your money back? That's what I'm trying to tell you, Miss Spaulding. I'm going to buy some pseudo coffee syrup. But is there no pseudo my coffee? So I was a thinker to ask for double my money back, like they say. But now I'm worried. Luigi, you got nothing to worry about. You'll get your money back. Oh, of course you will. Uh, who made the guarantee? Happy hell on the radio. I'm wanting so much you to get my money back. And a show, Pasquale, America is a keep its promises. But, Mr. Basco, it's important not to confuse the issue. America didn't make the promise. It's just one cough medicine manufacturer. But, but if the radio is advertise him... Then he must be a good American. Ach, Luigi, if every American believed in his radio like you did, television would have to commit suicide. <laughs> well, you mean, you mean it's all a fake about doubling my money back? 
Mr. Schultz, I think you're giving Mr. Basco the wrong impression, and let's not stop him from proving what he wants to. Thank you, Miss Spalding. Oh, sure, Luigi. Go to Happy Hall. Go to the radio. And if that don't work, go to the company. What can they do to you? Can they make you cough your brains out to prove you're wrong? Can they x-ray you till you are looking out from the inside? Can they put you in jail for false accusations? Schultz, can they? I don't know, Luigi. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> broadcast right now. You can wait outside the broadcast booth. Right over there. Thank you, Mr. Receptioner. So, <laughs> so long, friends of X2OV. <laughs> Remember for recorded ramblings and <laughs>, laughs, it's happy Hal at the bottom of the dial. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Glad that one's over. Oh, hello, Mr. Happy Hal. <laughs> you very funny fella. I like the way you always laugh. <laughs> All right. What is it, Jack? Here's a place in Amazon at the Jack is a Luigi. Look, Buster, I don't care if it's Pedro Armendariz. What do you want? Uh, ain't you happy, Hal? Sure. Well, why ain't you happy? <laughs> because I gotta be up at six in the morning to read them commercials. Because while I'm doing the laughing hyena bit, everybody's doing the sleep bit. Who are you, mister? I'm a Luigi Basco, fellow who's a listen to your program. You recognizing me? <laughs> I knew I had one listener, but this is fantastic. <laughs> Look, smiling Jack, I got eight hours more broadcasting to do. You're talking to the poor man's Arthur Godfrey. Now, what do you want? Well, as long as you ask me right away, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to brought back this bottle of a pseudo coffee syrup. Now, give me my 70 cents. You want I should give you 70 cents? Why? Because you say satisfaction is guaranteed. Or <laughs> double your money back. Pardon me while I go out of my mind. Look, laughing boy, I don't personally make good on the manufacturer's promises. But you advertise as a coffee syrup. I also advertise hot water bags, but I don't guarantee you'll have hot water. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Look, Sonny Jim, why don't you just take this back to the druggist where you bought it? Oh, no, he's advertised as Mother Hogan. Mother Hogan? Please, I'm told everybody I'm got a great conference in American business. And they're giving me back my money. Well, well, now listen, sad sack. I've got it. Take it down to the pseudo sales office and let them handle it. Pseudo sales office, huh? Yeah, they're in the guarantee building at Maple and Grove. Ah, that's fine. That's wonderful. The guarantee building. Yeah, now what's so wonderful now? What do you say is the guarantee building? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking how wonderful is In America, even a building has got a guarantee. <laughs> One moment, please. Sudo Cough. Mr. Prentice, I'm sorry he can't be disturbed. He's in a very important board meeting. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Jones, but this meeting is very important. We expect Mr. Gooch up from New, New Mexico, and they're all there. Sudo Cough. Please, Miss Gooch. I'm not Miss Gooch. I wish I were. Mr. Gooch only owns the company. Now, be patient. But I'm going to speak to somebody mm -hmm. from the Gooch Coffee Sip. I, I mean, a Sudo. I'm sitting here two hours with a little bottle. 
People look at me like I'm a crazy. Well, put the bottle in your pocket. I can't. I'm left at the top home. Well, why don't you drink it? What the fuck? It's made my cough worse than... Oh, it. all right, all right. Hello, Mr. Trim. Could you see someone right now? I'm busy. Switch him to Johnson. Well, Mr. Johnson's homesick, sir. He's got a bad cold. All the others are in the board meeting. All right, send him in. Hello, my wife. All right, you go right in there. That's Mr. Trim's office. He'll take care of you. Thank you very much, Mr. Telephone. Maybe Pasquale is right. Maybe I'm sure to go back right now. No. Most important thing is the people who should keep their promise, even if it's a man or a company. I believe you're looking for me. What can I do for you? Please. I'm not like to make trouble. But here's the back of you, butler. Give me double the money back. What? I'm going to give a drug so 35 cents. I'm going to remember like I'm standing here. Was a quarter, a nickel, and a five pennies. Why, I... <laughs> this is a practical joke, isn't it? I don't care what you call it as long as I'm going to get to my money. Here's your bottle. Now, just a minute. I don't want that messy bottle. You keep it. Oh, no, it's yours. You keep it. And I'm going to demand my rights like you say. Satisfaction guaranteed or a double <laughs> your money back. Oh, just a minute. Hello, Miss Flam. Don't I have enough things to do without you adding to my misery? I've got nothing to do with refunds. I don't care if there's no such department. Make one. Well, get Mr. Hollow. All right, switch me to him. Mr. Hollow? There's a man here who wants <laughs> double his money back. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at anything, sir. I'm sorry. That's right. Money back. No, he won't. He won't. No, he won't. Give me my money and I will. <laughs> what? Send him up to the board meeting? All right, sir. Do you realize who that was? Ralph Hollow, the vice president. And he said to send you up to the board meeting. Oh, good, I'm gonna go. For your information, Sudo Cough Syrup is a giant corporation. We have assets of over $5 million. We have a branch in 10 major cities of the United States, and our guarantee is backed up by Lloyd's of London. Does that mean anything to you? Sure, but I'm not gonna see this fellow Lloyd's in London just to get back of my 70 cents. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, this is a milestone in the history of pseudo cough syrup. Our first request for money back. Double the money back. <laughs> yes. Look, gentlemen, you got important business, and I'm no one to bother you, but it's something I'm gonna find out. When American business make a promise, they keep it? Of course, of course. And nevertheless, now, look at our side of it. How do you know pseudo hasn't helped you? <coughs> That's what I'm had all night. Well, now, uh... Are you allergic? No, I'm Italian. <laughs> but I'm going to get to my first peppers, and I'm going to hope to be American citizen very soon. I meant, Mr. Basco, your cough may be due to some functional ailment, or you may be suffering from some hereditary malfunction that's not amenable to ordinary medication. Uh, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Sure, you ain't the guy of my 70 cents. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Basco, we have it. Then why don't I get it? Because you haven't unqualifiedly proven the merits of your case, nor the lack of merit in ours. Goodness knows more modern methods fail in certain circumstances. Now, take penicillin. I can't. I'm going to spend all of my money on your syrup. <laughs> Let me finish. Penicillin is not effective in every case. 
Nor does sulfur or streptomycin help every person. But does that mean that scientists all over the world should rely on the word of any one man as to the efficacy of any of them? Oh, no, no. Well, I'm glad you finally understand, Mr. Basco. Now, if you have any questions, I'll be glad to help you out. I'm going to just do one question. Yes? Who's got my 70 cents? <laughs> I, I just explained. Please, I'm, I'm willing, instead of a double of my money back, I should have got the single of my money back. 35 cents. Uh, but... All right. Uh, I'm a lost the cap on a bottle. Make it a 25 cents. <laughs> now, hollow. Hallo, let's settle this before Mr. Gooch gets here. Yes, but... Give me... Give me my car fare. 20 cents. <laughs> I just noticed there are seven of us here. Let's throw a dime apiece on the table. That'll make 70 cents. That's a good idea. Here's my dime. And mine. Excuse me, gentlemen. If you don't mind, I'm like a check for the money. <laughs> A check? Yes. I'm one to my countryman, Pasquale, should see proof how the American businessman is a payback of the money, just like he's a promise. Good evening, gentlemen. I'm sorry I was delayed. How do you do, Mr. Gooch? Hello, Mr. Gooch. Eh, uh, uh, now, uh, well, just go on. I'll catch up. Uh, yes, uh, you, sir. I'm Luigi Basco. Uh, uh, Mr. Gooch, uh, Mr. Basco bought a bottle of Sudo and wants us to make good on our guarantee. Well, but... that's certainly no matter for the board of directors. Uh, Mr. Basco, sorry Sudo didn't help you, but if you'll go down to the accounting department, they'll give you a check for the full amount plus tax. A check? Oh, it's so wonderful. You mean is there going to be no trouble? Trouble? About what? Uh, well, you see, Mr. Gooch, uh, we were thinking of Sudo's 34-year record of... Never record, had... my eye. Sudo's sales are what we're worried about. And pleasing Mr. Basco is all I'm interested in. Mr. Basco, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for helping me out. And please accept this as a token of gratitude. Oh, thank you, thank you. Goodbye, gentlemen, goodbye. Well, I'm, I'm finally was able to prove I was right. I'm a get to my checker for the money. Hey, what's this a slipper, Mr. Gucci, give me? This certificate entitles a bearer to six months' supply of a pseudo coffee syrup. My money, back to the coffee again. <laughs> So, Mamma Mia, everything is a turn out to fine. I returned to the pseudo coffee syrup and I'm a got <laughs> my money back. <laughs> also, I'm a learn one very important thing about America and the business. I'm a met some very big men, like Ralph Hallow, vice president, and a Mr. Gucci, president. But I'm a learned that the biggest man of all is a Luigi Vasco customer. You'll have a son, Luigi Basco, a little immigrant. Folks, the makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum hope you enjoyed tonight's episode of Life with Luigi, and they'd like to remind you that you can make your daily work seem easier and pleasanter by chewing a stick of Wrigley's Spearmint now and then. Sinking your teeth into a smooth piece of gum helps relieve that feeling of pent-up tension, sort of relaxes you without slowing you down. 
As a result, you feel better and work better. So for refreshing taste and good, pleasant chewing, treat yourself daily to healthful, delicious Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum. Get some tomorrow morning. The makers of Wrigley Spearmint Gum invite you to listen next week at the same time when Luigi Basco writes another letter to his Mama Basco in Italy. Life with Luigi is produced and directed by Cy Howard and is written by Mac Benoff and Lou Dermott. <laughs> Jay Carroll Nash is starred as Luigi Basco with Alan Reed as Pasquale, Hans Conrad as Schultz, Mary Ship as Miss Balding, Joe Forte as Horace. Friends, the Wrigley Company invite you to listen to their other program, The Gene Offers Show, every Saturday night over most of these stations. This is CBS for Columbia Broadcasting System. And that's Life with Luigi, starring J. Carol Nash, from May 2nd, 1950. Also in the cast, Alan Reed, Mary Ship. Hans Conried, Ken Peters, and Joe Forte, with Bob Stevenson announcing for Wrigley's Spearmint Gum, is heard over CBS. All of the classic radio shows we present on this series are direct from the master recordings. I have more than 100,000 original radio episodes under license from the owners and estates, and we make them available via digital download or on CD through our Classic Radio Club. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you'll receive 10 superior-sounding classic radio shows sent directly to you each month, along with detailed liner notes and photos of the stars. You'll receive your first 10 classic radio shows for only $1, and you can cancel at any time. To learn more about the Classic Radio Club, log on to ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. I'll have another comedy episode of Life with Luigi after this short break. Welcome back to the Classic Radio Theater. I'm your host, Carl Amari. This time, Luigi is going to his first 4th of July parade. Here's Life with Luigi from July 4th, 1950. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum invite you to enjoy life. Life with Luigi, a new comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring that celebrated actor, Mr. J. Carroll Ash, with Alan Reed as Pasquale. You know, friends, Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum is a typically American product that appeals to people of all ages and nationalities in all parts of our country. And the Wrigley people feel that Life with Luigi is a typically American radio program, a friendly, enjoyable show that sort of symbolizes the American spirit of tolerance and goodwill. So the makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum are glad to bring you Life with Luigi each week and have you join them in this pleasant half-hour's transcribed entertainment. And now let's read Luigi's letter as he writes about his adventures in America to his Mama Basco in Italy. Dear Mama Mia, today is going to be one of the biggest days of my life. 
I'm going to march you to my first big parade since I'm in America. I'm going to remember when I'm first to come here. You know how I'm like a parade of Mamma Mia. Well, I'm a silly little one, about the five or six people. So I'm going to get behind the men with the big bass drum. That's a go boom, a boom. And I'm a march. Oh, it's a wonderful. Everybody's a calling me brother. People is a throw money at me. And when it's all over, I'm a find out I'm a member of the Salvation Army. <laughs> and then a few months later, I'm a see another parade. About the ten men. They're not going to fire. They're just marching up in the back in the front of a store. So I'm a marching too. Here they also call me brother, but nobody's a throw me pennies, and I'm a find out I'm a what they call a picket. <laughs> then a few weeks later, I'm a seen the street, another parade. This is a much longer. So again, I'm a getting a back in a march. Nobody is a calling me brother. Nobody is a throw me the pennies. Nobody is even a talk to me. Then all of the people, they take out the handkerchief. So I'm going to take out my handkerchief. And then they started to cry. So I'm going to cry too. Soon I'm going to cry louder than anybody else. Everybody is a turn to me and a say, must be poor Charlie's brother. <laughs> but anyway, today is going to be a real big parade for 4th of July. And I'm going to make no mistake when I'm a march there. Because my whole night school class they're going to march you with me. And the last night when I went to my night school, my teacher, Miss Spalding, was a told us all about the parade. Oh, I'm going to remember how good I'm going to felt on my way to the class. America, I love you. you like a papa to me. From ocean to ocean. Quiet, class, please. Yeah, All right. Let's come to attention. I'll call the roll. Mr. Basco? Here. Mr. Harwood? Here. Mr. Olson? Here. Mr. Schultz? Here, present in attendance and at your service. <laughs> Mr. Schultz? Oh, I'm so sorry. For a minute, I thought I was a gas station attendant. <laughs> Thank you, fellow boobers. <laughs> Mr. Schultz, can I please have some choir? Sorry, all we got is mobile gas. <laughs> Mr. Schultz, what am I going to do with you? Ooh, have I got a suggestion? <laughs> Mr. Schultz, please. It's no use begging, Miss Balding. I'm already married. <laughs> I didn't mean I... I... Well, uh, uh, let's get on with our history lesson. Uh -huh, so you think I'm cute, huh? <laughs> Come on, admit it, Miss Spaulding, huh? <laughs> I do not, and... Uh-huh, I got you flustered. <laughs> you have not. We will now discuss our history lesson. Now, everyone knows that Washington crossed the Schultz in a boat. <laughs> I mean, Washington crossed the Potomac in a Schultz. Uh... Careful, you're scraping my barnacles. <laughs> we will now get on with our history lesson. Now, class, if any of you knows the answer, raise your hand. Now, who can tell me five causes of the Revolutionary War? Oh, I know, Miss Spaulding. Don't ask any further. I got the whole answer. Oh, what a show-off. <laughs> Will somebody call up Washington and have him throw Olsen across the Potomac? <laughs> Mr. Olsen, I know you know all the answers, but I want to see if anyone else knows. Come now, class. Five causes of the Revolutionary War. Anybody? <laughs> well, how about four causes? All right, three. 
too. Miss Spalding, the war is over. What do you want to do? Start up again? <laughs> oh, please. Mr. Basco, do you know the answer? No. Mr. Horowitz. I'm sorry, I don't carry a grudge. <laughs> please, Miss Spalding, no one knows. That's my turn to give the answer. There he goes. One good apple spoils the whole rotten barrel. <laughs> Please ignore him, Mr. Olson. Go on. Uh, five causes of the Revolutionary War. One, heavy taxes on the colonies. Two, not enough representation in government. Three, foreign soldiers on American soil. Four, unfair legislation. And five, British capture of American ships. Himmel, no wonder I hate English mustard. <laughs> that was very good, Mr. Olson. Mr. Basco, why is it you couldn't answer any of the questions? Well, I, well I'm spoiling it to tell the truth. I was thinking of the bigger parade tomorrow and how happy I'm going to be too much. Oh, yes, I'm glad you reminded me. Class, I want you to remember this carefully. Now, we're all meeting at 12 o'clock on the morning of... Michigan and 16th, right by the armory, where we'll join the parade. I'm going to highly wait. This is going to be a wonderful parade. Ah, yeah, yeah. And I know a place on the way. A fella sells the most delicious hot dogs in the world. We're going to stop and buy from him, huh? What for? We have to buy hot dogs. My wife, Esther, she'll make a wonderful strudel. Be enough for all of us. <laughs> I think hot dogs. Oh, that was a good idea, Horowitz. Yeah, I will bring some smorgasbord and some Swedish wine for the strudel. What's the matter with hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute, but, but I don't forget to me. I'm going to Pasquale Spaghetti Palace and order some pizza. Oh, kill me. I like hot dogs. Flash, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Mr. Schultz, why do you insist on hot dogs? Because I was the fellow who was going to be selling them. <laughs> Luigi, my friend. <laughs> hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Hey, Pasquale. I wonder you should do me a favor. You gotta make me a lot of pizziola. I'm gonna feed a big crowd. Luigi, my son. Hoo-hoo, I could kiss you. <laughs> well, Pasquale, what the for? All I'm gonna say is I wonder you should make me a pizziola for a big crowd. That's right. You taking my daughter Rose out of picnic. <laughs> No, Pasquale, it's for a parade, and I'm going to with my night school class. How much money do you want for five big orders of a pizza? Money, money, money. Luigi, you think everything in life is money? There's some things in life that money can't buy. Like a what, Pasquale? Like love, marriage, good wife. <laughs> Pasquale, I'm not marrying your daughter, Rosa. Please, Luigi, you marry her now. And I promise you, I never ask you again. <laughs> no, Pasquale, she's too fat for me. Luigi, be a good businessman. When you marry a woman, you must look for value. Value? Sure. When you buy toothpaste, what do you buy? The smaller size or the medium size? Is it no use, Pasquale? I'm not going to buy the giant economy size. <laughs> Luigi, you're talking a stupid. Remember, good things, they always come in bigger packages. You mean a little package? Shut up. Today I'm pushing a bigger package. <laughs> Luigi, you ain't using your head. Don't you know bachelor life is very good, but it ain't for single fellas. 
You marry my Rose Cigar and a nice honeymoon. All expenses are paid. You bring her back into your new house, carry her across to the threshold. Carry and... <laughs> Rose across to the threshold? <laughs> With the what? With your arms, that's what. Pasquale, you know I'm going to never carry Rose across to the threshold. All right, then I buy you a bulldozer and you push her across. <laughs> No, Pasquale, please. Ross is a nice girl, but not for me. Just to tell me, are you going to make me food for this parade tomorrow? No. I'm not going to have nothing to do with... <laughs> Sit down, my little pumpkin head. <laughs> oh, thank you, Pasquale. Luigi, this parade means a lot to you, eh? Oh, yes, Pasquale. I'm going to be so proud of walking in my first big parade. I'm going to feel like a real American. Luigi, I got a way as a guarantee to make you the biggest and the best American in that parade tomorrow. Oh, that's wonderful. How, Pasquale? When the parade is a pass to the review in the stand at 9th of Michigan, you got to explode the biggest firecrackers they ever saw. Yeah, but Pasquale... I think I'm a herd of that shooting off of the firecrackers. That's against the law. Oh, yes, you're right. But that was before they invented the 4th of July. Aye. After the 4th of July, they made illegal the fireworks by passing a 4th Amendment. And this amendment is also called the Taft-Hartley Act. <laughs> which is, I mean, anybody can shoot off of firecrackers unless their name is a Taft or Hartley. <laughs> What's your name? Hello, Luigi Basco. Hoo-hoo, you lucky pup for you. Pasquale, <laughs> how you know so much about the law? Well, I'm always like to keep a misinformed. <laughs> Every chance I get, I read the Washington paper, the congressional racket, you see. Now, Luigi, you leave everything to your good friend Pasquale. I'm going to buy you the biggest firecrackers in the town. Oh, Pasquale, you're so wonderful to me. Hey, you think when I'm exploding the firecrackers, they're going to take my name or put my picture in a paper so I'm going to send it to Italy? Luigi, you don't have to send your picture to Italy. They're going to send you there. <laughs> Me? What? Uh, on a goodwill tour. Uh, Luigi, tomorrow is really going to be a big day for you. Believe me, when you explode those firecrackers, people are going to be so touched that they're going to be carried away with emotion. <laughs> Oh, Pasquale, I'm going to get the youth to thank you for that. That's all right, Luigi. And if my thinking is right, you're going to be carried away, too. <laughs> now go, 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 go. I'm going to take care of everything. All right, Pasquale. And I thank you for everything. Goodbye. Goodbye, little banana nose. <laughs> and remember, don't tell anybody how you're going to shoot off the fireworks, because then they do it, too, and it won't be no surprise. All right, Pasquale. I'm not telling nobody. <laughs> yeah. So here's your 4th of July parade is more important than my roast, eh? Well, I fix a him a good. I'm not a mean man, but when somebody's purposely go out of his way not to marry my daughter, I'm the biggest rat in Chicago. <laughs> Hello? Police department? This is Pasquale, the rat. I, I mean, a <laughs> uh, fellow who's a good friend of yours. I got a tip for you. My name... Sorry, but I gotta keep my identity under my head. Anyway, if you stand on a Michigan 9th tomorrow at 12 o'clock when the parade is passing by, you're gonna see a fellow who's suddenly go crazy and shoot off a firecrackers and no telling what else he's gonna do. Huh? What kind of fellow he is? 
Well, uh, I'm not saying he's uh, supervisive, uh, but all I can tell you, uh, he's eat only a pink salmon, he's always a sneezing in a red handkerchief, and his favorite drink is a Moscow mule. <laughs> Before we return to life with Luigi, here's a little thought that's good to keep in mind. It's the fact that Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum is really a two-way treat. It's a taste treat with lots of delicious, long-lasting flavor, and it's a chewing treat, something good that you can chew on for as long as you want. What's more, this pleasant chewing aids digestion and helps keep your teeth bright and clean, so it's especially helpful right after a meal. Enjoy healthful, delicious Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum often, and be sure that the folks at your house always have some handy. Keep a few packages on the living room table. And now let's turn to page two of Luigi Basco's letter to his mother in Italy. And so, Mamma Mia, in a few minutes, the Schultz is going to meet me here, and we're going to get it to my first the 4th of July parade. Over there, Pasquale's going to hand me the firecrackers, and I'm going to shoot them off. Mamma mia, maybe my pictures are going to be in a newsreel. Can you imagine? One day you're going to walk into the movies in Italy and there's going to be double feature. Luigi Basco and my friends Irma's go west. Oh, it's going to be a big day. Luigi, my fellow boobie. Uh, hello, Schultz. What's the matter, Luigi? You're talking so shaky. Well, Schultz, I'm, I'm a little nervous. You know, it's my first parade. Well, maybe you ought to have a little schnifter or two. <laughs> you think a snifter is going to make me look better? <laughs> Who would it? You should see my herrings, how beautiful they look when they are pickled. <laughs> they lose all their nervousness. Last week, I pickled two of them, and today they were standing up in the barrel, daring me to come down and get them. <laughs> oh, smile, Luigi. I'm only trying to cheer you up. Oh, well, th thank you, Schultz. I'm a feel better already. Hey, Schultz, look at all of this food that Pasquale is giving me free for the parade. No, stop. When Pasquale gives anything away, it's got strings attached. Rosa's apron strings. <laughs> oh, no, Schultz, there's no strings attached. Pasquale is a very good-hearted man. While I'm walking with the parade, he's a promise to take my picture with that new, uh, that, uh, you know, the pol Polaroid camera. What? That's the camera where you press the button and the picture comes out in one minute. Is it not the fast? What's so fast? Last week I went to a picture. It was so terrible, I came out in ten seconds. <laughs> now, now, what other favors is Pasquale going to do for you today? Hmm? Well, uh, well, Schultz, uh, <laughs> it's a secret. But you're going to find out later. All right. Well, come on. We've got to go to the parade now. Hmm? All right, Schultz, come. <laughs> Mamma mia, I'm, I'm feeling nervous again. Ach, please, Luigi, stop. It's that nervous business. <laughs> Hi, Luigi. Be like me, calm, huh? always happy, laughing. <laughs> Ooh. My rheumatism is killing me. Now, class, let's all stay together. We're going to join the parade in a moment, and we don't want anyone getting lost. Oh, to the 
so spannend. Look, I brought the Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, and I brought some Smorgasbord. Wait, you taste my strudel. I'm a cat of the pizza. Himmel, it sounds like the United Nations with heartburn. <laughs> well, don't worry. I brought something American, the bicarbonate of soda. Hey, <laughs> Schulze, Miss Balling, she's a funnier than you. Yeah, Miss Balling, maybe you and me, we go on television together, huh? We have it a program called Breakfast in Night School. <laughs> Here comes uh, all of the people that started a parade. Oh, look, here comes all the factory contingents. Breakers of the Dr. Scholl Footpad Company. They must be breaking in a new shipment of arch supports. <laughs> oh, look how heavy they stamp up and down. Hey, look, here's another one. Yeah. Workers are at a Swanson, a chicken, a fricassee company. Yeah, yeah, and look at that drum major. Instead of carrying a baton, he is waving a chicken. Hey! Hey! All right, All right, class, the parade captain is motioning us. Mr. Basco, Mr. Basco. Yes, sir. You carry the flag. Me? Me carry the flag? Mamma mia. Pasquale, look at me. I'm carrying the flag. Give me the flag at the Horowitz. Come on over here. What the? Oh, yes, sir. Horowitz, please, the a flag for me. I'm coming right back. Mr. Basco, where are you going? It's a surprise. I'm coming right back. Oh, don't be too long, Luigi. All right. Hey, Pasquale. What is it, the stuff you brought? Hey, Luigi, is it a firecrackers? Is it a matches? Do you light them? All right. Hey, Pasquale, where are you going? I'm going to call a cop to make sure he don't miss you. <laughs> Thank you, Pasquale. Hey, look, everybody, look. Well, now I'm going to light the this one. Hey, now, look at this one. Hey, what's the matter? Why are you all running away? Hey, who's lighting all these firecrackers? That's me, officer. I'm the one. Oh, yeah? Let me have that. All right, to hear that. <laughs> Mamma mia, what's happening to the policeman? <laughs> Luigi, I tell you, you got nothing to worry about. I'm going to get you the best lawyer there is, and I'll have you out of jail in 15 to 20 years. Yeah, but Pasquale, you told me it was not against the law to shoot off of the firecrackers. Well, I made a mistake. But believe me, the whole thing was purely intentional. Besides, who told you to hand the cop of the firecracker as a hand? You know, when he's climbed down from that lamppost, he was ready to kill you. Mamma mia. That's the worst day of my life. I would do anything to get out of this. Anything, Luigi? Well, uh, almost anything. Listen, Luigi, visiting time is almost up. In two minutes, you're going to be up in front of the judge. If you marry my Rose, I get her the best lawyer in the town. We put up your bail. He's a habeas, your corpus. 
then we drag your case through the court for five or six years. And by that time, you get your citizen papers, the cases are dismissed. And what do you say, my son? All right, the papa. <laughs> Good, I call in the bashful bride. Rosa! 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 Come here, my little shrinking violet. Say hello to Luigi. <laughs> hello, Luigi. Hello, Rosa. Rosa, guess what? Luigi is about to offer you his hand. What do you say to that? Papa, what am I going to do with three hands? Oh, shut up your face. All right, time's up. Vasco, follow me. Don't worry, Luigi. I've got to take care of everything. Hear ye, hear ye. Court is now in session. Judge Mitchell presiding. Your Honor, all these men here are charged with violation of the fireworks ordinance. Please, Your Honor. I'm going to try to be good, American. I'm going to noise against the law. Uh, pay no attention to that fellow, Judge. He's to get the good lawyer to defend him. Quiet. I'll have no comments in the courtroom. No, stop, stop. I heard all about it, and I came as quick as I could. It's not Luigi's fault. It's that Pasquale. He got Luigi all for shimmels. <laughs> Quiet. Quiet. If I hear another outburst, I'll clear this court. Now, you men. Every year at this time, I get a group of men who continue violating a very important safety ordinance. Almost every city in the United States as a 4th of July spectacle where you may witness a fireworks display in a safe and sane way. Why you persist in endangering your life and the lives of your children and your property, I cannot understand. But, a Judge, I'm always a try to be good American. You're all good Americans. Wait, I'll give you a chance to prove it. Let's hear you all sing the Star Spangled Banner. All right, come on. Oh, I see. Can you see by the early light what so proudly we hailed in the twilight's last gleaming? For the bright stars through the perilous fight. For the ram patch we watched was so gallantly streaming. And the rocket's red glare, bombs was bursting in the air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave? You. What's your name? L L Luigi Basco. Well, don't be frightened. A case against you is dismissed. You're the only person I've ever heard sing the Star Spangled Banner through from beginning to end. Thank you, Judge. Mr. Basco, if you've taken the time to memorize our national anthem, 
You must be a good citizen. I'm, I'm not a second stanza, too. That makes him two good citizens. <laughs> but a judge, you can't let him go. I'm going to hire him a lawyer. Uh, who are you? He's, he's Pasquale. He's a fellow that gave Luigi the fireworks. Yes, mm. that's not true. Well, I've got nothing against you for that. In fact, uh, I'd like to get some fireworks myself. <laughs> you would? Why, certainly. But uh, I don't know where to get them. Uh, you'd be a friend of mine if you'd tell me. <laughs> well, in that case, the judge, I'm happy to be of service to you. Uh, Pasquale's a Spaghetti Palace at 23 North Halstead Street. That's all I want to know. I thought you were the guilty party. Two days in jail. Hey, wait, the judge, wait! <laughs> Luigi, where you going to my son? How am I going to get to you a lawyer? Happy to see you copper, sir, Papa. <laughs> So, Mamma Mia, after I'm a get out of court, I'm a join a parade, and I'm a have the most wonderful time of my life. At the end of a parade, there was a big sign which shows a picture of a Declaration of Independence, which was signed by great Americans. We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal. Mamma Mia, isn't it a funny thing? These great men realized this almost 200 years ago. And some people still don't understand it. Well, a good night, Mamma Mia. I'm like to wish you a happy July 4th. But by the time you're going to get this letter, it's going to be two weeks later. So I'm wishing you happy July the 18th. <laughs> you love the son of Luigi Basco, the little immigrant. Folks, the makers of Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum hope you enjoyed tonight's episode of Life with Luigi, and they'd like to remind you that refreshing Wrigley Spearmint is an ideal treat for your whole family to enjoy. You can give it to youngsters between meals without worrying about spoiling their appetites. And you can enjoy it every day yourself because it's never rich or heavy. So for a delicious taste treat and a healthful chewing treat all combined into one, get some Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum. It costs very little... And it tastes mighty good. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum invite you to listen next week at the same time when Luigi Basco writes another letter to his Mama Basco in Italy. Life with Luigi was transcribed and is produced and directed by Cy Howard. Mac Benoff writes the script with Lou Derman. Jay Carroll Nash is starred as Luigi Basco with Alan Reed as Pasquale, Hans Conrad as Schultz, Jody Gilbert as Rosa, Mary Ship as Miss Spalding, Joe Forte as Horowitz, and Ken Peters as Olsen. Music is under the direction of Lud Gluskin. Friends, the Wrigley Company invite you to listen to their other program, The Gene Offrey Show, every Saturday night over most of these same CBS stations. Bob Stevenson speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
And that's Life with Luigi, starring J. Carol Nash, from July 4th, 1950. Also in the cast, Alan Reed, Hans Conried, Mary Shipp, Jody Gilbert, and William Johnstone, with Bob Stevenson announcing for Wrigley's Gum, as heard over CBS. Stick around, I'll give you our lineup for episode 67 of the Classic Radio Theater after this short break. Next time on episode 67 of the Classic Radio Theater, brought to you by the Bradford Exchange, we'll hear two detective adventures of Mr. and Mrs. North, so don't miss it. To reach me and to learn more about the Classic Radio Club, visit ClassicRadioClub.com. Be sure to tune in to our next show. Thanks for listening. <laughs>